Now I am recording myself. Hey, and welcome to Museopunks, the podcast for the Progressive Museum. I am Suze Cairns and I'm joining you from Down Under in Australia, coming to you from, you know, a place that is always in the future and no different with museums, I think. And joining me, as always, is my uh, fabulous podcast co-host, Jeffrey Insko, over in Pittsburgh. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing pretty well, Suze. How, uh, how are things uh, going with you? <laughs> pretty good although actually my whole state is on fire so you know i um i've woken up this morning and the smell of smoke is in the air like really? flowing through my house yeah I, um, I read your i read your tweet was it maybe yesterday about that and and uh that's pretty crazy there and there were some wildfires here in, in the states out west but um you you're getting them too huh yeah we i mean it, Every summer somewhere in Australia gets bushfires. It's yeah. it's how our bush regenerates. In fact, like our you know, our gum trees, that's what they need. Our bush needs bushfires to regenerate. But um huh. this seems like a really bad year. It's the worst one I remember so far for this early in the year in you know, years and years. So it's pretty it's pretty frightening. There were huge amounts of um sections of road being closed off and fire like houses being burnt down and stuff, so yeah, that was going to be my question is if they get, are they getting close to, to people? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, we usually have pretty good warning signs, so hopefully there won't be any fatalities. I haven't checked the news so far today, but um, yeah, it's this sort of strange thing of waking up in your sort of suburban house and smelling the bushfire smoke and knowing that it's, yeah. you know, it's really can't be very far away and that the fires need to be pretty big. Yeah. Well, we're what pulling if- for you guys down there. <laughs> Right. How how's all over in your world? Uh things are I feel like a new man after <laughs> after our uh big exhibition the 2013 Carnegie International has opened. Uh, we pushed some uh some technology projects that uh, I'm pretty proud of and uh the reviews are coming back very positive for both the show and the technology initiatives so um so, i'm happy last time last time we were talking you actually were sort of dropping in that you had this cool project that you were super excited about yeah tell, tell us about what you've launched so it's it's basically um it's a it's an a mobile app project uh for the museum um yeah. and it's and the idea is that it's a companion app the museum um it's not just uh you know for this specific exhibition but we've made it so that it we can grow it over time and it can grow with us and we can um be very modular about it uh about future development um you know as interesting uh functionality uh, uh comes to fruition we can we can be really responsive and opportunistic with what we do with the development of this this app and so it you know we we started with iOS. Uh, we have goals of by the year end um, shipping an Android version, um, yep. and then also um, syncing it with the responsive open web in a way that um, people can share content outside of the app uh, on the open web. Uh, so it's we're trying to cover as many bases as we can and make the content as accessible as, as possible. So we're, uh, you know, it's free in the app store at this time. Uh, and we're also loaning devices at the museum, uh, for people who don't have, uh, iDevices. Okay. So this is really interesting. You're talking about 
both using sort of the app form and also then trying to have the res- like the responsiveness of the open web. Yeah. Because that's what I, w- I was going to ask, why you guys chose an app? Because, it, I mean, it's a question I still get all the time from particularly small museums. I get a lot of people going, ah, oh, should we have an app or not? Yeah. Why did you guys choose to go down that approach? Uh, so uh, that's a... It's a, a really good question, and it's it's an area that I've been thinking a lot about um, because we've embraced the responsive web, we've embraced the open web, um, but there are still some, um, some a, a layer of usability where I think an app based environment allows for um, some deeper kind of uh, interactions, whether yes. that be. Um, image recognition or accessing device sensors or GPS or things like that. I mean, the responsive web is starting to kind of incorporate those things, but if you really want to get, get down and do things that are a little bit different, um, I think you really have to have all these bases covered. So with this, uh, you know, this version one of the app is, is kind of the foundation that we're going to, we're going to grow upon. Right. Um, but you can see elements of this in the, you know, in the sharing function where the content is mirrored in the app, outside of the app, um, with with uh, unique and uh, with permalinks on the web that that basically can be uh, transferred in and out. So um, I can definitely see some some more of that kind of thinking of of really kind of creating a bridge between these different layers of. Actions. Right. And then it might not be the question of, well, do you pick an app or do you pick like, uh, you know, mobile website or those sorts of yeah. things that, that you might be trying to sort of bridge that gap between the two? Yeah, because I don't think it's I mean, it's, I don't think it's a zero sum game. I think there's I, th- I think everybody, um, you know, myself, I use the I use the open web. I use apps. I, you know, so it's um, it's it's not as it's not an either or. I don't think, I think it's, you can kind of do both, but, um, so that's one, you know, one of the projects and now I'm starting to really kind of think now that we've, now that we've all experienced the release of kind of shipping all this stuff and the exhibition's huge and now starting to think about what's next for, um, for the museum and some, some projects that I have in the pipeline that are, uh, that are pretty cool. So, uh, what about you? I mean, how's the, how's the thesis coming? Is, I think I can see an end in sight. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> it's very strange. I mean, there's still a whole lot of work to go, but now's the first time I think I can actually start to break down where that, what that work looks like and be like, yeah. hey, that actually feels like something I can achieve. And for a long time I've just been sort of writing and not really knowing it didn't have a shape and now it yeah. has a shape and that's a really exciting thing to sort of a switch to have made. And it, it really comes out of being mired in a very dark place for a couple of weeks where I felt like I had made no progress and I should just give the whole thing up and then to go, ah, wait, yeah. no, no, it works. Everything's actually here was, is a really, um, lovely thing to be of course it means the downside is it means that i've not been blogging as much and i'm finding i'm really aware of that not just Mm -hmm. because once you have a readership you want to honor that but also because it makes me aware of how important that input is from sort of the museum community into my own thinking 
Yeah. It's, it's been a real switch for me between, you know, how you actually had these conversations with people about ideas you're dealing with versus yeah, trying definitely. to develop them into a mature form. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about, you know, kind of the creative process and that sometimes you have these kind of, it's almost like a, like a frequency wave where you have these up times and it's, you're very productive with creativity. And then you kind of have these kind of downslides where, or, you know, time away where it really, it benefits your work to, to kind of take time away or have a, have a, 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 you know, what do they call it? Writing writer's block for a while. And then boom, you're back into it. And kind of like, I know I'm that same way with like, like bursts of productivity rather than like long form productivity. I don't know if that's how you are, but I, I totally am. Um, I think that's one of the things that's been interesting doing the thesis is it has to be long form. Like, yeah. this is one project for three years, ultimately, right. and yeah. sustaining that has been completely different. And even just the capacity to focus, I think, over that period of time was something I didn't have before I'd done it. I used to find yeah. it really hard to focus on particular projects for long periods, and then now I'm like, hey, this is this is one project for three years. Yeah. And so that's yeah. a very different sort of focus. Cool. So, cool. Can I can I say something? So one of the reasons you guys might notice that we're mostly chatting to ourselves today, and we had some we had some technical glitches. I had some technical glitches. We <laughs> oh, had big. some technical glitches. But what's kind of amazing is for the first time we we usually record our interviews over Skype, but today we're using Google Hangouts, and it's the first time I can actually see Jeff while we're while we're recording this. Yeah, and so it's pretty cool. It's it's actually kind of amazing to me. It feels like we're having a conversation rather than these sort of faceless voices coming at me over the airwaves. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, when we were attempting to record uh, this episode with some guests, um, Skype, which we usually record with, was kind of dying on us. So we tried to move over to Google Hangout and uh, some issues occurred. But I think... In the future, this is probably the the way I think we should do this so we can actually see our guests and, and they can see us and you can kind of – you can get like the nonverbal connotations sometimes through So it's, you know. Right. Do you cool. think that the um – that the show will change when you can actually see people that you're talking to? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because, uh, you know, I think when we do it with just, you know – audio calls um we don't we we don't we can't see uh you know if the person is thinking or pondering or you know we're taking that lag that delay in 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 words as meaning they're finished but um you know might might add some uh different different kind of vibe to this yeah i think think. there could be some very different dynamics and I think also in terms of different dynamics. So at the end of the last episode, we were talking about the possibility that we might be going to MCN, the Museum Computer Network Conference. And it has been confirmed, so we're actually going to be there. So speaking of different dynamics, we'll be in person. We will. Uh, (laughs) We have – I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be pretty cool because, you know, we've kind of been given um, kind of a carte blanche, like a tabula rasa, like a – yeah. Yeah, scarily, so. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I think we're gonna try and and bring some um, interviews and some uh, session topics into the fold that may, you know, maybe kind of new, maybe kind of different, maybe right. kind of punky. 
A little punky. I'm sort of wondering whether I need to change my hair and really get a spike <laughs> happening for these sessions. And I'm totally down for it. If anyone's an amazing hairdresser who will be at MCN and you can give me a spike, I will do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, what are the things, what are the things that you think need punking then in the sector, Jeff, or in fact, anyone else? I'm really interested in other people's feedback too. Yeah, definitely. I think we should kind of, uh, we should couch this as a question too. What, what areas of this, of this sector are in dire need of some punking. Uh, and y- y'all know what we mean by that um, when we say it. Personally, myself, I, you know, I think there are some areas where I'm really interested in, in getting, to, uh, getting to see the, the personal side of the people who are, are making this interesting work. I, I want to know, right. know what, what inspiration, uh, what inspires people to create at in this space that's not that's outside of the space you know i want to know artistically what 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 fuels their fire you know definitely i mean i think this is a sector with people from really diverse backgrounds it's one of the things that uh, i did a really early blog post series sort of when i was just starting blogging um on how did people end up in this sector and why and looking at sort of the journeys that people had had to get here and in a similar way, I think that's looking at influences and where people have come from and why they're doing what they're doing. I mean, because yeah. you worked outside the sector for a few years, and I'm really interested as to what you're like sort of in between working sort of at the mattress yeah. factory and now mm-hmm. at Carnegie. What, what was – have you brought in influence from that? Um, my time between working at museums? Is yeah. That yeah. Uh, I – I don't know. I probably have, but I think, uh, like we talked about in episode one, I think most of my uh, inspiration or kind of my uh, most of, most of what I bring to this job is, you know, I learned I learned on the road sleeping in a van with a punk band. You know what I mean? Like I learned uh, basically all of the kind of uh, the fundamentals of being a creative. Uh, workaholic essentially Um, (laughs) you know at those times so uh, i you know i assume there you know many people have different stories about that what i mean what what about you You have a music background too right music yeah but not i can't play it it all comes from actually my great desire to be i want to say around creative people but at that point not feeling particularly creative myself so i'd be around musicians and working with musicians in all manner of things from, you know, music writing, music photography, um, managing bands, working at a record label, everything that I could because I didn't feel creative myself. But there was a similar passion and (laughs) workaholism that I think I I certainly found. But, I mean, I think one of the things that's been so interesting for me with the PhD is this capacity to legitimise this as sort of a job as in the capacity to do interesting and creative things and to do it professionally is really interesting. But I also don't think that would have developed without um, the community, like without trying things like blogging and trying things like podcasting. I think it's actually being around people who go, yeah, just go give things a try. That has really brought it to bear for me. Yeah, definitely. So other than inspiration and kind of uh, that angle, what I mean, what else are you, are you interested in, in potentially uh, diving into at MCN? Hey, that's a really good question. Um, 
I want to know about the tensions in the sector, like the gaps between the things that people talk about as being really important and then sort of the work that they actually do that maybe doesn't quite match those ideals. Because I think a lot of us, like, so things like being participatory, I think a lot, it's really easy to want participation until the participation goes in a different direction from the way you want it to and things like that. And so how you live with those sorts of tensions, I think, Mm -hmm. is something I find interesting. Like the gaps between what we want and what the reality of practices or the conditions in which you have to work are and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, uh, you know, we have from now until... MCN in, in late November, you and I will kind of be um, wrestling through some topic ideas and, and um, scheduling. Trying to wrangle some guests. Wrangle some guests. So, yes. Um, you know, if you think you're a punk and if you think, uh, if you think uh, someone else is a punk, let us know. Um, right. Because we have some ideas, but we're, we're looking to talk to new people as well. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing. Like, I, on one hand, I definitely want to talk to some of the some of the old hands in the sector to find out where their inspiration comes from or where their work comes from and those sorts of ideas that have been driving their work. But I'd also love to talk to different people. I mean, I think one of the nice things for me with this show so far is that a number of times we've actually interviewed guests that we didn't know, we didn't yeah. have a prior relationship with. And that's actually often been really interesting for me because you walk away with completely different perspectives. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I want Definitely. I want the person who's challenging who's going to challenge me. That's who I want to talk to at MCN. And I think a goal of all this for for I know for me and I and we've spoken about this, but it's not to is not to um, answer all all these questions. I think it's to I think it's to create more questions. Um, it's right. the people leaving these sessions at MCN that we're we're moderating or hosting or whatever you're going to want to call it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want them walking out of the room thinking they know everything. I want them walking out of the room thinking <laughs> that they, they know less, <laughs> they know less, they, they yeah. w- and they want to know more. Right. Um, right. so yeah, which surely is the aim of, I mean, I was going to say is the aim of museums. That's not true. We want people to know more as well, but we also want to inspire that questioning mindset. I think that's one of the things that I love about the best museum experiences that I've been to are the ones where I walk out being like, huh, I really need to go away and process this a little bit and see where it takes me. And I think that's absolutely what we'd like to achieve out of these sessions. Yeah, for sure. So um, MCN, uh, November 19th, I believe, in Montreal, if I'm... Yes. Hopefully I'm right. (laughs) I think it's 20th to the 23rd, but I I think people get in there. I get in on the 19th, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I figured that's the date you were pulling from. Um, Yes, which is going to be really interesting, but we are interested in your feedback and who you want us to talk to. So we will be doing these sessions live and hopefully a fairly intimate chat, but we are also obviously going to be recording them. So they will be podcasts. So don't feel like you have to be there to make suggestions. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, if, if you're on the other side of the world, if you're down here in Australia and you have interesting people you want us to try and talk to or interesting subjects you want us to try and cover, we'd love to hear from you as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I, with that, I think we, you know, I, I hate to call it a short episode, but, um, 
you know, uh, we are working to get the uh, scheduled guests that we did have for this episode uh, re-recorded. And, uh, right. And the really ship, uh, frustrating thing, I think, for, for me was we were starting on the first conversation on our first lot of guests, and it was going in really interesting oh, directions. Man, very very <laughs> so good. Um, to leave you with that little bit of a teaser and to say, yes, good things are coming, Um is I think maybe the yeah the way we have to end this, um, but only only for a short time. It's not long until the next episode is launched. That's right. And in the meantime, uh, I can be found online on the internets, on the yes. interwebs, on the interwebs uh, at staticmade.com or at staticmade on Twitter. And Suze, you are at shines like at shines like yes on Twitter um, and. On the blog, museumgeek.wordpress.com, and I will try and publish something in the next day or two so that it doesn't sit there completely lonely and, you know, um, untended. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of writing going on. It's just not all public-facing at the moment, so. Sounds good. Right. I, well, will, I will be waiting by my RSS feed reader. <laughs> Jeff, it's been really lovely chatting to you and seeing your face. <laughs> Likewise, and we will talk soon. Thank <laughs> you.